head. Noun. The center of the intellect, as of thought, memory, understanding, or emotional control. Mind. Brain. Verb. To move forward toward a point specified. Direct one's course. Go in a certain direction. Heart. Noun. The center of the total personality, especially with reference to intuition, feeling, or emotion. Spirit, courage, or enthusiasm. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of An Other Way. I'm KJ Bell. It's another day, it's another week, it's another Tuesday. Here we are. Um, so this is our first, like, dual episode. And this is going to sound funny, but <laughs> I actually got this idea. I've been re-watching Bones which was one of my favorite shows for a long time. And I, I fell off in the last couple of seasons, last few seasons. Um, but I'm, I'm re-watching and I'm determined to watch it to the end this time just to see how everything ends up because it just finished. But the reason I bring it up is because I, I love the way that the episodes are titled on that show. And one of them is called um, The Head in the Heart. And that just got me thinking about how that would be a good episode title. I actually scribbled it on my desk because I do that sometimes because I have a the desk I write on is a really old computer desk made out of some sort of material that is easily write onable with a pencil. And so sometimes instead of getting a sticky note, I just write directly on my desk. So I have it right here. A-O-W, head slash heart. And I was thinking about it because the phrase that was coming to mind when I thought of that was uh, get out of your head. Because it's a phrase I tell myself a lot, you know, get out of your head, stop thinking so much, get out of your head. And I think it's, it's very important for us as people, but especially as artists, to not get in our own heads too much. I think it that's where we fall into trouble. If I start thinking about something too much, I think of every way that it could possibly go wrong. And I, that's when I become very good at talking myself out of doing anything. You know, if I, if I, I say this all the time, I'm very good at planning. I'm very, I'm not as good at ex as, uh, <laughs> I'm very good at planning things. I'm not as good at as at executing the plan. Jesus, I can't talk today. <sighs> but anyway, so I sit and I think about it forever and ever and ever. And I and I just recently finished The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and I'm not super prepared to talk about a lot of that because I need to I need to reread it and go and go deeper and do my processing for that. I. <laughs> Which is exactly kind of what I'm saying not to do here. But, you know, I sit, so there are some days where I sit and I worry and I think, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do, I've, I have to do all of these things. Which one do I do first? And I think, well, okay, well, I'll do this one first and I'll do that one first. And thinking about doing it is not doing it. 
thinking about it is just spending a lot of time worrying and not a whole lot of time getting it done. And you know, I've talked about that already on, on, on the episodes about practice, on the episodes about starting and beginning and blah, 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 blah. But uh, I want to connect it today to that other part, the, the heart part of it. And uh, last week's episode was tired, <laughs> and it's very apropos. Um, I don't remember how much I talked about it on there, but I've, I've taken a long-term sub-job for the rest of the school year. A friend of mine is an orchestra director, and she's pregnant and is having um, has been ordered to stop doing so much by her doctor so that to ensure that the pregnancy um, is completed successfully. That, I'm not sure exactly how to phrase that. But uh, she called me in kind of a panic because I'm, I'm one of the only people who could step in and uh, do a concert with three days notice with the kids. And so now I'm, I'm dealing with the kids year round, not year round, the rest of the year. And there's a job open in the district. There's an orchestra job open. And part one of it is at is at one of the schools I'm at right now. She she's at a middle school and a high school, and uh, it, it's it's long and complicated. But the 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 short version of it is that the job that's open for next year is that high school orchestra job with a different middle school attached to it. And I'd be very good at it. And I've had several people ask me if I am applying for it, and I'm not. And I wasn't planning on it. And I, as I'm going through these past few days, it's been very interesting because I look at the kids and I see what we're doing and I look and I just look in the rooms and I see what I could do, you know, because I'm good at that. That's part of being a writer is imagining different scenarios and how they would play out. Uh, and I've always, I've always been that way. You know, I, I was, when we would take those aptitude tests that they give you in high school, I remember one that was supposed to, it, it had like 14 different categories of jobs that you could possibly do and sort of career areas. And mine was undecided because it was like, okay, go through and check the things that you could see yourself doing. And I was like, yeah, I could see, I could, yeah, I could see myself doing that. Sure. Landscaping. Why not? And, uh, it, it's just been possible for me to see so many possibilities with my life. It's like I that it's it's hard <laughs> to figure things out sometimes. And I'm looking at the kids, and I like the kids for the most part. And I'm looking at the program, and I'm looking at what I could do. And I'm just thinking about it, and then I realize every single time that my heart is not in it. And you know, I'm, I'm right in the middle of, of planning this move. I've lived in the same area for my entire life, the same 60 mile radius, and I'm planning on moving 600 miles away, 800 miles, something like that. Moving to Los Angeles, let's just let's put it out there. And, um, Thinking about the move a few weeks ago, I found myself 
freaking out a little bit because I, I'm not as financially stable as I wanted to be. And I thought, well, maybe I'll take that orchestra job. Maybe I'll do it for a year. And I'll move to that town because it's an, it's an hour away from where I actually live right now. And I said, I'll move there because it's cheaper. And uh, maybe I'll just do that for a while. And this is all in the midst of a bit of a panic attack. And uh, that's never been a real... It's funny because I just said that I could see myself doing a whole lot of things. And I've never really, really seen myself doing that. Um, because I know that I would be miserable. I know that my heart would not be in it. And, you know, there's, there's various reasons for that that I could get into about, about, you know, the public education system right now, especially as, as a music teacher, but, um, I won't, and we're going to turn this back around away from me into a more general sense right now. Because if your heart is not in something, it's probably not the thing that you should be doing. And, uh, you know, the, if you haven't listened to the Need episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that because this is sort of the same thing that we're talking about. But it's a very tricky combination because when you're working on something that you love, that your heart is actually in, it can be very tricky to balance that out with your head. I mean, think about, this is, this is a semi-related example. Think about the number of times, the number of people that fall for people that are completely wrong for them. Have you ever been in that situation where you're like, I know this is not a good, this is not a good person for me to be with. I know that this is not the right thing, but you can't help falling for them. <laughs> I've, I've certainly been there. Good Lord. And you just, you look back at it and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? And you realize you weren't thinking because you were thinking that it was wrong. So you were thinking the, you were thinking the right thing, but your heart wouldn't let it go. Sorry. <laughs> that got a little heated there for a second. Oopsies. But that's my point, is the same thing can happen with our art. But kind of in reverse. Because your heart can be so set on something, but that scares your brain. That scares the brain, it scares the ego. Because it, it's, uh, it shakes things up. First of all, it has a huge potential to change things. And your ego does not like change. We don't like change. So it will do whatever it can to resist that, which in my case comes in the form of planning and planning and planning and planning and not putting plans into action. And just overthinking and worrying and what if this happens? What if that happens? And uh, none of it will happen if nothing happens. That's how I save myself, quote unquote, save. And the other thing is, if you, if your heart is in something so much, that is very scary because it, it it's, it goes back to vulnerability because it, it is a, it's, it's a love, you know, and it's, 
loving is a very vulnerable thing. Because, you know, p people that you don't care about can't hurt you. Like, emotionally. Like, um, if you care about something that someone says, then it can hurt you. But if it's like, oh, that's that's no big deal. What Like, that thing that you say you, you has no bearing on my life. It doesn't matter. But if someone that is close to you says the same crappy thing, even if it's the truth, you know, it can really affect you. So it's very vulnerable to love somebody or something. And this is normally the spot where I uh, say, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and talk about how to deal with this. And well, we're going to do one of those things. I'll just mention the, the, the stuff of uh, the podcast is brought to you, as always, by Great Grand Projects, a creative collective of uh, artists on the web at greatgrandprojects.com. And if my um, co-op, my co-whatever they are, founder, and if, if my partners in that endeavor would get me information to post, that would be really great. <laughs> They've been lazy lately. Um and it's always brought to you by the home of another way, which is horizoncreativestudio.com. Um, check it out. You can listen to old episodes of the podcast, check out my lesson stuff, check out workshop things. Um, the video series is up. I don't know if I've linked it to where everybody can see it on the website, but uh, coming soon, maybe. And if you can't find it on the website, you can find it on YouTube. Just, I assume, search another way. I haven't actually tried it. But the videos are there. So um, I'd like to say we're going to come back and talk about simple ways to deal with the conflict between your heart and your head in your art. And uh, I, I would love to tell you that. But I got to tell you, I don't really know <laughs> how to do it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a work in progress for me at the moment. But that's kind of what this is supposed to be, right? That's that's the point of me doing this, is to kind of share the, uh, I don't want to say struggle with you, but to walk ahead. That thing I always say about that sounds so zen. I want to walk ahead of you and trip and point out where I trip so that you don't trip. And that's a lot of the word trip in one sentence. But uh, whatever. I think... I think really this podcast, I think every episode could just be a half hour of me saying, just do the thing. Just do the thing. That might be my next tattoo. Just do the thing. Because if your heart is in it and you just do it, you can bypass the head. Hopefully. Not every day, but I think you can. And I don't know. <laughs> it's easy to, to feel 
heartbroken. When you look around at the things that you're doing and you don't see any sign that it's making any difference, you know? And that's where the head comes in and starts questioning everything. Like, is this really what you should be doing? You know, should you really be doing this thing that you love doing? Because it's not bringing you any sort of satisfaction, any sort of forward movement. And I think this is where you have to trust. Because you can give up. You can. And uh, I don't think there's any shame in that. Giving up is a perfectly acceptable alternative. We're told that we can't give up. We're told that we shouldn't give up. We're told that uh, it's, it's quitting to give up. And sometimes I don't think that's true. Sometimes I think that's an oversimplification. Um, I read, this is going com completely in a different direction than I thought we were going to, but I remember reading something a few months ago about um, Robin Williams and his death. And something that... Um, his wife wrote or something that his wife said about how he just couldn't go on. And uh, I just, you know, I, I, have a, I have a different perspective on mental health than a lot of people I know, I think, because, because of my dealings with depression. But I never, there are a lot of people who, who say that People who commit suicide are weak. And I don't think that's even remotely true. I think it's just an alternative that they took. They were tired and they gave up. In the... I don't want to say the best way possible, but... I guess in some ways I'm I'm saying I th I think it's I think it's admirable to know when to quit, and I know that can be a very controversial statement that I'm saying right now, um, in connection to suicide because there's there's a lot of people who have been affected by it and and a lot of conflicting opinions and feelings, and it's a very charged thing. And you might think we've gone from zero to sixty, because <laughs> I was just talking about giving up. But I don't think we can judge people when they give up because we don't know what led them to that decision. And because of that, I think if we even contemplate the idea of giving up, that we judge ourselves super harshly.
and I tend to think of it as uh, an option, you know? It's like, if it doesn't, if this, if whatever I'm working on, if whatever I'm doing doesn't work, I can always give up. You can always give something up. And to me, that acts as a talisman to keep me from doing it. You know, I've got, <laughs> and I've talked about this before on the podcast, I've got this novel that's been staring at me. It's, it, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the notebook. I've given up on it so many times. So many times. Um, at least five. And that I'm, I'm being... Uh, <laughs> I'm underestimating that immensely. But um, I come back to it every time. Because I need to. Because that's where my heart is with it. No matter how many times my head tells me this isn't going anywhere, this isn't going to work, it's not going to, you're not going to finish it, nobody's going to publish it even if you do finish it. You just need to give up on it. Eventually my heart says, you, you can't, you can't do that. Years, years go by. I think the longest stretch was, I don't think I wrote a word on it for four years. And then it came back. And there's something about the thought of, I could just give this up tomorrow. That makes me not do so for a couple of different reasons. First off, it, it's just, it's a really nice thing to say when you're frustrated. <laughs> so I can just give this up tomorrow. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it up tomorrow. And then you go to bed and tomorrow is a different day and, and you don't want to give it up anymore. But also, if you say those words, I can give this up. I mean, I just felt a physical response when I said that right now. I can give this up, realizing, you know, no, I don't want to. Or... Sometimes you feel a big sense of relief, and that tells you that maybe you should. And you know, noth nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent. So you could give it up tomorrow, and then come back to it three weeks later. I think that in this sort of area, we tend to follow our heads. We tend to follow the brain. We tend to follow the mind. We tend to try to logic stuff out. And uh, I don't know if that's a product of society or our culture or, or what, but I think it can be... I don't think it, it, it is always the right thing to do. And it's weird to hear myself say that because for so much of my life I've been in, in such a mode of reason this out, think about the options, do the pros and cons, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I think if we followed our hearts more, if we followed our intuition more, we might be better off. 
and maybe we wouldn't. You know, I never claim that the things I say on this podcast won't be wrong. But uh, I don't think I am in this case. It is tricky. It's a tricky balancing act because, because, you know, you have to have a little bit of that reason, planning, sort of brain, head thing mixed in with the heart, passion. Otherwise, you, you won't really get anywhere. But finding the balance that works for you is the key. And it, it comes back to do the thing. The only way you're going to figure it out is by trying. If you could figure all of this out by planning, oh my lord, I would be so... Oh, think of the places I'd be. <laughs> if you could just plan your way to the top, oh my god, I'd be president. Of, like, the planet. Not just the states, of the planet. <sighs> Yeah. I think that's it. This was this was a weird one, right? It's a little weird. Um so greatgrandprojects.com, horizoncreativestudio.com. Um you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at that KJ Bell. Um Yeah. Find that balance, kiddos. I call everybody kiddos, by the way. Kittles. Stole that one from Karen Walker. Will and Grace is coming back. Can we just talk about that? Can I can I bring this to a screeching halt for a second and just talk about how excited I am that Will and Grace is coming back in the fall? I'm so excited. I saw the trailer last night. I'm just so, so excited. <laughs> oh, God. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't know, but my heart's in it, I think. <laughs> so, it's okay to be an artist. It's okay to create. It's okay to be exactly as you are right now. It's okay. I am okay. And you are okay. 